Trinity Baptist Church. I'd like to invite you all to stand. And I'm, we're going we're gonna to do a little meet and greet thing here. And I, I want to do something. I want to split the room in half. So everybody who's on this side, my left, you're right, this, the west side of the sanctuary, you're in one group. Everybody over here, you're in another group. Okay? We're tracking? You got your groups? All right. So... Everybody in this group, you're going to, well, everyone is going to find somebody that you don't know and you're going to greet them as we routinely do. Hi, my name's Keith. I've been here for how many years? You're going to do that. And then everybody on this side, you're going you're gonna to complain about something. Okay? You're going to give a word of complaint. The Bible calls that grumbling. All right? So, hi, I'm Keith. I've been here for 22 years and I hate that the light's out today. Okay, or something, you know, the weather's cold, whatever it is. All right, that's your job. Everybody on this side, you're going to greet with a word of thanksgiving. You're going you're gonna to just tell something, you know, I love my family, or I love getting up in the morning, or I love the coffee, whatever it is. Okay, your name, how long you've been here, and a word of thanksgiving. Ready? Greet. Okay, here's, here's a serious question for you. If, you. if you actually did this, if you actually thought of something that you could complain about, did that make you feel more alive and closer to God? Anybody? Yeah, please don't raise your hand. Okay, you guys who were being grateful, did that make you feel more alive and closer to God? Yes. See what happened. See, gratitude has power. Gratitude has power in our lives. Being thankful has power in our lives. And that's why the Apostle Paul, or that's why gratitude is a theme in our Bible that you see in Old Testament and in New Testament. But the Apostle Paul speaks very specifically to it in several of his letters. In to the church in Thessalonica, he says, rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in how many circumstances? All circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Or he says in another place, he says, make music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God, um, God the Father for how many things? All things, everything. In the name of our Lord, our Lord Jesus Christ. Or to the church at Colossae. He talks about this, this theme of thanksgiving. This, this attitude of gratitude. He, re- he references it three times in two verses. He says, be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. This this theme of thanksgiving or this perspective of gratitude is is something that God calls us to. There's a, a Christian writer by the name of Robert Roberts. 
Now, how grateful would you be if you had the name Robert Roberts? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm just wondering. Anyway, um, he said there's this uniquely Christian framework for gratitude that, that gratitude is the perception of good. Gratitude is the perception of good. Gratitude or or thankfulness is not something that you conjure up by willpower. Gratitude is is actually the, the outgrowth of our perspective on life. It is, it's, a, it's a reflection of, of how we view life. Now, my guess is that all of us are grateful um, for the special stuff, right? The, the stuff that, that is above and beyond. We're, we're thankful when something really great happens, when, when um, we have a fortunate turn of events, or when life cuts us, cuts us some slack. We're grateful in those times, and we're thankful for them. We're supposed to be thankful in those times, right? Yeah. But here's the thing. If that's the only time that we show gratitude, when we're receiving a perceived blessing, if that's the only time that we show gratitude, doesn't that make thankfulness cheap and shallow? I mean, if, if giving something back because we've gotten something in the first place is what thankfulness is all about, then gratitude is only a, a courteous exchange for receiving a perceived blessing. If that's the only time we express gratitude, then gratitude has absolutely no inherent value, and it's just a social courtesy. You do something nice for me, and I'm thankful. But what we experienced right at the the beginning is that, no, actually, gratitude makes us feel more alive. Gratitude connects us more with God. There's, there's a power in gratitude that goes beyond this simple exchange. So here's the question for us this morning. Is gratitude really so cheap and so thin and so superficial that the only time we're going to express it is when something good happens to us? Is it just a medium of exchange? You see, our propensity to show gratitude is really a reflection of our appreciation for life. And too often, we take life for granted. Too often, we think that life is something that we're entitled to, right? Can I just let you in on something? No one here is promised your next breath. No one here is promised your next heartbeat. 
We don't have, tomorrow is not, we're not entitled to that. Every breath we take, every heartbeat that we have, every new sunrise that we see is a gift from God that we are not entitled to, but God has bestowed upon us. But as, as sinful humans, we live a, we live out of this sense of entitlement too often. Um, Question, how many of you thanked your boss for your paycheck last week? Nobody, right? Why not? I'm entitled to it. I worked. I put in my time. I did what I was asked to do. I'm entitled to get paid for that. I'm entitled to it. But what if somebody came up to you and handed you five $100 bills and just said, hey, I just, I just want to bless you. How would you respond to that? Oh, thank you, thank you. How, oh, how, wow, how generous. What a gift, right? Now, my guess is most of us had a paycheck that was more than $500, But we didn't thank anybody for it because we were entitled. See, we live out of this sense of entitlement. Gratitude always involves humility, but, but our, sinful, our sinfulness leads us to this place of entitlement. That, that life is, is this thing that's rightfully ours. Here's the thing. The more I think I'm entitled to, the less I will be grateful for. The more I think I'm entitled to, the less I'll be grateful for. The, the, the bigger sense of entitlement, the smaller the sense of gratitude. We, we wonder um, why in our world we keep getting more and more and more and keep being less and less and less grateful. Well, the reason is because of sin, that my mind can convince me that anything I want is something that I'm entitled to. And if I'm not getting something that I want, then somebody in the universe must be messing up because I'm not getting the blessing that I deserve. And all of this sense of, of entitlement has led to a, a proliferation of lawsuits in our country. I, I Googled, and you can do this too, if you just Google frivolous lawsuits, <laughs> there's some pretty funny stuff. Um, for instance, a few years ago, the San Francisco Giants were sued for passing out Father's Day gifts. You know why? They only gave them to men. I'm just saying. I'm not making this up. Um, there was a psychology professor who sued for sexual harassment because of the presence of mistletoe at a Christmas office party. 
True story. Here's, here's my favorite. A psychic was awarded $986,000 when a doctor's CAT scan impaired her psychic abilities. <laughs> now just think about this one. Right? I mean, if she's really psychic, wouldn't she have known not to go to that doctor? I'm just saying. You see, we have this sense of entitlement to things. This is why in a Christian framework, ingratitude is more than a psychological problem. It's not just... Uh, an impoverishment of my emotional experience. It is sin. The Apostle Paul writes to the Romans. And in Romans chapter 1, he says, For although they knew God, they neither glorified Him as God, nor gave thanks to Him. But their thinking became futile, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Their, Their thinking became futile. They thought, they, they perceived themselves to be entitled. They, they felt like they were owed something. Not as grateful receivers of grace in every moment. An anonymous author wrote that some people are always grumbling because roses have thorns. I am always thankful that thorns have roses. That's perspective. And that's the perspective of the grateful heart. That when we look at life with all of its thorns, we come to appreciate that even in the midst of those thorns, there are roses. So my question for us this morning is, what's our perspective? What's our perspective Our our minds so landlocked that our entire focus is on what we don't have, on what makes us uncomfortable, on on what is contrary to our desires. Is our our focus dominated by the things that aren't going well, the, the rungs of the ladder that we haven't been able to climb, the things that we haven't been able to to possess, our 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 Um, mind so focused on the thorns that we can't see the roses. Because, friends, there are roses in the midst of every, every thorn patch, if you will. Even, even in those seasons of struggle, there are opportunities for growth. Even in those those challenging times, we have opportunity to see God show up in ways that he wouldn't be able to otherwise. Regardless of, of what life throws at us, there are things to be grateful for. And when we are grateful, it changes us. When we are grateful, we have a new sense of life. When we are grateful, we have a new sense of connection to God. But when we grumble, it's a, it's a life robber. 
It just deflates us. So what I want us to consider this morning is what's our perspective? What is my tendency? Do I tend to to feel entitled? And when I don't get what I want, when I don't get what I think I I deserve, do I complain? Or do I see life, all of life, with all of its thorns as an incredible gift of God? And do I thank him for the next breath and the next heartbeat and the next sunrise? Do I see all of life as a gift? And in, and in so doing, get to experience more of that life. Paul said that we are to give thanks for everything. And that's a tall order. We're to give thanks for everything because in everything there's always something to be thankful for. We just have to be intentional about looking past the thorns so that we can find the roses.